Let's give thanks that today isn't Thanksgiving just yet, because there's still time to prepare for how to celebrate a holiday in a slightly different manner. For now, this is November 19th, 2020, and this is the latest edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. For today's show, I want to take an owner's draw and tell you to take a listen to the latest edition of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report, a podcast I began back in March to help document Virginia's response to the pandemic. Just before I finished this program, I published the 50th episode, which expands on many of the sound bites you'll hear in this newscast. You can also take a listen to that on infoseville.com, where I post long-form versions of stories you hear about here first. Thanks to all who are financially supporting this work. There are another 1,954 new cases of COVID-19 reported today by the Virginia Department of Health, bringing the seven-day average for new daily cases to 1,823. The seven-day average for positive tests remains at 7.1% for a second straight day. In the Blue Ridge Health District, there are another 30 new cases reported today, and the seven-day average for new daily cases is at 26 per day. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam explained yesterday that new data showing a national surge in COVID-19 cases is what led him to impose new restrictions late last week. What, what really affected me is seeing mobile morgues outside of hospitals because there's no place to put the dead. We don't need that to happen in Virginia. And so uh, I follow the data every day. Uh, I made that decision Friday morning. Northam said he will continue to look at the data and will make further announcements if necessary. At a press conference yesterday, Virginia Health Commissioner Norm Oliver described the situation. Uh, Cases have been increasing uh, steadily over the last uh, period. Our case incidence rate uh, was about a month ago around nine cases per 100,000 population. We're now uh, double that. We're approaching 20 uh, cases per 100,000. As of yesterday, the Virginia Department of Health reported that there have been 3 million PCR tests conducted over the course of the pandemic. In the last week, there have been 130,000 tests processed. Uh, we have been doing quite a lot of testing. Our uh, average testing is uh, around 20,000 tests per day. Last night, Ryan McKay of the Blue Ridge Health District addressed the Albemarle Board of Supervisors. He said that Virginia continues to do better than most states in handling the pandemic. While we're seeing an increase, it's not quite as sharp um, as some of our surrounding states, and certainly not to the extent that we're seeing in the upper Midwest. McKay showed the Board of Supervisors data that showed how tougher restrictions in some parts of Virginia helped bring down caseloads at different points of the pandemic. Right now, the numbers continue to mount. We have been increasing in our cases um, per 100,000 per day um, for the last 27 days. Again, all of this contributes to decision-making that's happening that informs um, making those amendments to the Executive Order 63 and 67 that implements the stronger mitigation strategies. That refers to the limitation of social gatherings to 25 people or less, the lowering of the age for mask requirements to five, and ending alcohol sales in restaurants at 10 p.m. While the virus can certainly spread at restaurants before 10, we know that the later the event gets, the more likely people are to drink and forget about social distancing. 
It's been eight months since Congress passed the last federal relief package for states across America. Northam wants them to take action again soon. We are encouraging Congress to pass another stimulus package. I've been in touch with members of our congressional delegation just this week about this. Now that the election is behind us, Congress needs to come together to get this done, and they need to get it done now. Today's positive percentage in the Blue Ridge Health District is 1.8 percent. McKay said this metric is not necessarily a good indicator of community spread. What we found is that percent positive, um, while isn't an indicator of what may be happening in the community, has really been um, not a great reflection of what could be happening uh, locally. The University of Virginia, to their credit, has drastically increased access to testing for students and faculty. Testing across our district, particularly in Albemarle and Charlottesville, has increased significantly over time. And so that number may not be a great reflection of what's truly occurring in our community. The nation's leading expert on pandemics addressed doctors, healthcare workers, and the general public yesterday. We are in the process, as I'll get to in a moment, of another resurgence as we enter into the much colder months of the late fall and early winter and people go indoors much more than outdoors and their gatherings with friends and with families. Dr. Anthony Fauci is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, a position he has held since 1984. Fauci said this is the third outbreak of a novel coronavirus, but this one has not been contained like SARS or MERS had been earlier in the century. He talked about two vaccines that have been developed and said they show promise. But he also said that people have to continue to follow the rules in place in order to fight further spread. We cannot abandon public health measures, even in the presence of a vaccine that's highly efficacious. A, because it's going to take a while to get the community completely protected, as you would say, by completely, I mean, a veil of protection that truly is herd immunity for this particular infection. So we don't want there to be a signal to the community that, ah, we have a vaccine, so let down your guard. No, it should actually be an incentive to double down until we get everybody vaccinated. Fauci was the last guest speaker in the fall semester of the University of Virginia Medical Center Hour. The full video is expected to be posted shortly. For more on this topic, take a listen to the latest edition of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report. Today in meetings, Albemarle Supervisor Ann Malik will hold a virtual town hall meeting for the Whitehall Magisterial District. Albemarle has six supervisors, each of whom represent a different magisterial district. That's different from Charlottesville, which elects five people at large. But because of COVID, Albemarle's in-person town halls have not been possible this year. The virtual town hall beginning at 7 p.m. is the first of this era. You can ask questions in advance by sending an email to amalek at albemarle.org or asking in the session. In other meetings, the 5th and Avon Community Advisory Committee meets at 7, the Charlottesville Human Rights Commission meets at 6.30 p.m., and the Fluvanna Board of Supervisors meets at 7 p.m. For information on those meetings, check the links in the newsletter. 
And that's it for this edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition. In the meantime, please stay safe out there and please take care of yourself and others. In the words of one of our Patreon supporters, please wear a mask. 